Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Dawson. Uh, I'm Sam Delaney. Come on, mate. <laughs> Look a bit more enthusiastic. You literally yawned your way through that and wiped your eyes from of sleep like not again. I've had a, I've had a rough morning. I've this isn't rough, the I First mean, World War, mate. We're not having to jump out of a trench to face the hunt. <laughs> it's a certain death, right? Surrounded by our friends dying, body parts everywhere. No hope for the future. A sense that we will never see our loved ones back in Blighty ever again. <laughs> that the world could be coming to an end. All you're having to do is do a half-hour podcast of basically swearing with me. It was it was at the point when Andy started to regard talking shit for 30 minutes once a day as a chore mm. that I knew the Top Flight Time Machine was, was over. Yeah, you're like, oh, God, <laughs> let's do this shit no, again. I've just had a rough morning. You know what? I'm 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 late to do this. It's Thursday morning. We're recording Friday mornings on Thursday morning yeah. because of reasons, and um, I'm slightly late to, to do this because my daughter has insisted that I take her into school at half nine today instead of half eight. Why? Because um, is it the last? I don't know. Day, that so? must be on fucking flexi time or something. Now I don't know. <laughs> she's like she's gone. She's got some key assessments later on, but she's gone. Oh, I'm just going to go in at half nine. I'm like, what the fuck? I know your GCSE year, you oh, go yeah. in kind key, of when you've got key exams. Key assessments, is it? Don't give me yeah. that, you fucking key assessments. She, she's, she's like, yeah, just drop us in town at the shops and I'll yeah. walk in from here. <laughs> but, I mean, she, this week she's in Joseph and his amazing technical dream court at the right. Newcastle Theatre Royal. Tickets still available, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. She's in the in, in the choir with that because she's in like a kids' drama group. Well, that's going to get in the way of things. The, They've landed the gig, so she was she was on stage till half nine last night. So she's just gone, I haven't attempted to revise for this key assessment, so I'm just going to go in at half nine. Just give us a lift in, will you? And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Is it like flexi time now, schools? Do they just wander in yeah. whenever they feel like it or what? So I've had to do that, and then, uh, and then I had to go buy some ham for the dog. Oh, you had to buy ham. Because the dog needs his morning ham, and I'd run yeah, out of ham this morning. Fucking hell. Run Everyone seems to be hell. doing better than me. Everyone seems to be doing better at a life than me. I know. I'm just a mug who, yeah, who we're drives just them the around. Mugs. We're just the mugs who help, who facilitate other people's yeah. fucking lives. We're the enablers, aren't we? We're the fucking enablers. And what fucking gratitude do we get? None. I had to drive my daughter to school because her mates fucked off without her oh, right. from the bus. And right. she sort of found a way of blaming me for that. Can't can't remember why, <laughs> but I always fall for that. So I went, all right, fuck yeah. it, I'll give you a lift, as if I was yeah. being clever by offering that. It wasn't yeah. really; she had won. But in a way, I thought I was being clever because I thought, ah, this will shut you up. I'll give you a fucking lift up to school in the car. Yeah, that'll stop you talking. If I get there fucking too early, if I get there, she she starts at eight thirty, right? 
Yeah. If I get there a minute after eight, she considers herself to be late because she's that's her mother in her, right? Obsessed with fucking time, right? <laughs> thinks thinks getting there on time is getting there severely late. She even thinks getting there half an hour early is fucking late. But then if I get there too much before eight, I've got to sit next. I've got to sit with her because she doesn't want to get out of the. She's still in year seven. She doesn't want to get out of the car. Maybe she still thinks that volatile dog's on the loose. I don't know. Yeah. Not allowed to listen to my own music, by the way, while we're waiting. You didn't get to listen to your own music? Never. No. Luckily, she likes quite good music, so I'm not too bothered, but it's the principle, isn't it? Mm, I've got the rule now where driver decides. Really? Driver chooses the music. Yeah, not always. That doesn't mean that the music is always mine, but if there's something I want to listen to, that, that overpowers everything else. Driver decides. Uh, if any of the young millennials are listening to this who, who tune in for whatever reason to this podcast, <laughs> I'm not recommending that you should definitely have children when you're older. I'm not saying you shouldn't, but I'm saying you need to fucking think about it because it's like getting a dog. It's not just for Christmas. Yeah, it's not just for the good times where you're all fucking snuggled up under a blanket eating from a bowl of popcorn and watching the fucking Avengers, right? No, it's not, is it? That's like a fucking fraction of what's go of the shit that's going down, a fraction. Oh man, that's a separate podcast. Yeah, a frank and realistic and honest a podcast about parenting. The parenting experience from perspective of two fucking broken men. I love my kids, but at the same time, it's um, they get in the way. Kids do get in the way of the other shit you got yeah. to get done. So just bear that in mind. You got the, ham the to buy. Is, you got podcasts to record. Know that the kids are sometimes going to interfere with that. The thing is, as well, they they've now been brought up and raised to think that they've got equal rights to adults to their correct. parents. They learn about human rights at school, and they come out and they, they can they can cite chapter and verse these various rights that they've got. Oh. But then, if they want to be fucking have equal rights to parents, then they've got to do all the shit as well. They've got to do all the washing up, correct. and all the laundry, and all the tidying up, and the driving. Listen, right? For shit. My father-in-law was over last night, right? He's Hungarian, right? And his, he, like, is a guy who grew up during the Second World War, right? The Nazis came into Budapest, and he's Jewish, and they started taking away his yeah. family. He was rescued by some sort of fucking Schindler-like figure, right? Yeah. Who later dropped dead or something. And, um, you know, he's separated from his parents for the rest of the war, was then reunited with them. Then the communists fucking turned up, the Russians, mm. right? They were oppressing them. He was part of the uprising in 1956, right? Mm. He was fighting the Red Army on the streets of Budapest. They fucking captured him and put him up against a firing squad, right? He was subject to a fake, um, you know, a staged, like, shooting, right, to freak him yeah. out. He escaped from that ended up walking to the Austrian border, whereupon he crawled through mud to avoid, like, the armed guards, the Russian the Russian soldiers who were policing the border, and managed yeah. to eventually get to England, where he, you know, got himself educated, got a job as a teacher, and met his missus and had, had my wife and so on, right? He sat there listening to my fucking seven-year-old son, right, throwing a shit fit... 
because he was doing something with his fucking match attacks, right? And my and my missus had asked him to lay the table, and he went fucking ape shit about being asked to lay the table, right? And started citing all his own rights, going, "Why do I have to fucking do it? You asked me to do everything in this house." He was literally saying shit like that, right? My fucking granddad, my uh, father-in-law, who's been through, like, literally hell. I've just given you a fucking pricey of his life. Yeah. He's going to him, do you get pocket money? And he's gone, yeah, shrugging, yeah, of course I do. What do you think, you silly old bastard? Cool. If I didn't have pocket money, how do you think I'd get these fucking match attacks? Think they grow on trees, do you, granddad? Right? And he's gone, well, you get pocket money for doing stuff around the house. My son was literally just grinning, right, at this stage, thinking, this fucking cunt hasn't got a clue. He don't know. He must have gone patty in the nut. He, don't, he doesn't know whether he's coming or going, right? I work for my fucking money, right? And he's going, and actually, right, mum and dad work for the money that they give you that pay for the food and everything. My son's grin is getting wider all the time through this speech, right? And he's gone... And in actual fact, not only should they stop giving you pocket money if you don't pull your weight, they should actually start taking money away from you if you don't pull yeah. your weight. And I'm going, fucking right on. Right on, granddad. This is what we fucking need. The country. You know, you fucking, you practically, you fought Nazis and the fucking Red Army and you lived to tell the tale. I didn't hear you fucking crying about having to lay the table. Right? <laughs> And my son's literally like, that's not how it works nowadays, though. And he's going, well, it's, it should do. It's anyway, called pocket money. It just goes in your pocket. That's I'm, how it works. I'm going. And the other thing was, it really highlighted the difference between my father-in-law, an adult, a bona fide adult who's lived a life mm. rich in experience, learned yeah. the lessons and come out wiser, and me, a 44-year-old who still basically has the sensibilities of another seven-year-old. Because <laughs> while my father-in-law is giving this speech and going, well, you know, very calmly saying, well, you know, you've got money. Uh, if you have money, they should actually take some of it away from you if you refuse to do your chores. And I've shouted, yeah, I know you've got fivers in your room. <laughs> <laughs> my father-in-law, my Hungarian father-in-law is giving me this sort of look as if to say it's not helpful for you to be shouting things like that <laughs> in the background. I'm like, I know he's got fivers because he's got them off my mum. He hides them all in different places. I'm having some of them. <laughs> this is a good fucking plan. I could do with a fiver. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but, you know, and then this morning I thought maybe he has learned a few lessons, right? Because this morning he got up and he, he started putting his own breakfast together. Yeah, it's nice, you know, because we're busy in the morning and he's sorting himself out with, with his breakfast and getting it all on the table and everything. I think, oh, that's nice. Maybe he has thought a bit about how he needs to, you know, pull his weight a little bit. In the middle of me thinking this, he, he goes over to get a spoon out of the drawer, gets it, makes this sort of sneering face and goes to me, who does the cleaning over there? Because I tell you what, it fucking smelled... Well, he didn't say fucking. He goes, I tell you what, it smells funny. <laughs> I went, who does the cleaning over there? He went, yeah, because they're not doing it properly because it smells funny. I said, why don't you do the cleaning over there? He goes, that's <laughs> not the point. do it. He, he said, I... Not, the point is, who's done it up until now because they're not doing it properly? I well, thought, fuck you now. Anyway, I went and had a right good sniff. I think it was just a wind up. Smells fine to me. 
Thing is, though, it's like having a dog in the house. Once, yeah. you, once you become smell blind, you yeah. don't realise well, the smell's there. That obviously is my concern. So, I'm. I think about smell blindness every day, constantly. Yeah, oh, you're gonna be aware of it all the time, I think haven't about, you? Do you yeah. worry about smell blindness all the time? Yeah, always. It's like, am I currently smell blind? Is yeah. smell blindness happening right now and I'm not aware of it? Yeah, every time I you walk in the house, every time yeah. guests come around, I just can't work it out. And you, It's one of those things in life, you just never know. You just never and know. You go, you go around someone else's house and you, it whiffs a bit mm. and you think there's smell blindness going on here. What mm. do you do? Do you just ignore it? Do you tape them to one side and have a word with them? Say, look, I think you've got a bit of smell blindness anything. here. You can't say anything. Not in this country anyway. I mean, perhaps in the Not continent. I can imagine the Swedes or the Dutch, they're mm. more direct, aren't they? Yeah, they, they do will, it. If, yeah, if, if, if I ever invite, I've never had a, well, my mate's half Swedish, but he grew up here, so he's got more of a British personality. But if I invited his mum round, which I've never done, she would turn up and it, that's the only way I'd know. The only way you can really know is to invite a Swede or a Dutchman round. You protested a little go, bit too much. I think you protested a bit too much there about having never invited his mum round. Is that something you've thought about? I'm not inviting her round precisely because I'm scared of what she might say. Right, because of the smell. About loads of things because she's Swedish and they're very direct people. They're very un-British in that sense. They would go, I think your home is uh, uh, decorated in very bad taste and it smells yeah. horrible. But anyway, it's nice people, to see you, they? Sam. They're better people than us. The, yeah, the Swedes. The, the Scandos generally are. I mean, I've had could, big plans to move to Denmark for a long time. Yeah. But then someone told me recently, it was Alex Lowe, our mutual friend, Barry from Watford. Yeah. I told him, look, mate, I'm going to have to move to Denmark the way things are going in this country. They're better over there. And he went, nah. He went, although it seems good, he goes, my brother lives there. He goes, and their whole fucking mantra, their whole way of thinking is about not stepping out of line, towing the line. They've even got a phrase for it, never step out of line. And he said, he said to me, it's no place for a live wire like you. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, yeah, fucking right. I'm a live wire. I'm a disruptor. I'm just like Joe Strummer or Che Guevara. <laughs> Denmark can't handle me. Nowhere can. <laughs> Apart from possibly Spain, where everyone's a live wire. Maybe I should move there. Yeah, that's where I want to move to. Let's yeah. move there and we'll do the podcast from there. So. Oh, I'd love to live in Barcelona or Mallorca. Notwithstanding the Avis situation, but of course, I've thought that through. Yeah. If I moved to Mallorca, I'd just buy a car. I'd have no You'd dealings car, with hire cars. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll do that then. We'll, we'll, we'll both move to Spain eventually. When we dump these kids, we can move to Spain. Once do they're these old enough. From Spain. Once they're both past 16, that's it, mate. Yeah. I'm off. Yeah, definitely. Same here. Nice one. Um, right. Don't know Down to business. That, but there we go. Yeah. That's, that, we've, um, Is this the bit where it will probably end up saying jalapeno? Yeah, I'll <laughs> drop that in now and then we'll talk about stuff after that. Jalapeno. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out at the French Open for a chance to win a Grand Slam title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. See the action unfold as legends fight for glory and new rivalries emerge. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th, with match replays on demand so you never miss a moment. From the first serve to the final point, Roland Garros promises unforgettable moments and new chapters in tennis history. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Jalapeño. Right. Let's have a look at the... <laughs> That's the introduction over with. Let's have a look at the uh, prediction league. Some very important midweek matches going on. Mm. And uh, good news for yourself. You scored six points. I think from I got your a correct one. Mm. You did. You got a correct one. You got Spurs 2, Palace 0 last night. Uh, not last night. This is Friday morning, isn't it? <clears throat> this is Friday morning. Yeah, Wednesday night that was. 2 0 mm. to, to Spurs, rather. Um, and you got three other uh, correct results, um, outcomes, if you like. So you got six points. Uh, I only got four points. So your lead has now been stretched it's again been to eleven points. I told you, mate. I told you last week when you got a bit cocky after your success in the international arena. I said once mm. we get back to the meat and drink, it'll be business as usual. Uh, usual well, business is, is resumed. I think this is the first time in about five weeks when you've actually got more points than me. So I'm Bullshit. not. I'm treating it as a blip, um, and my pursuit for your crown will continue okay. this weekend. Good. Uh, results bot managed to get five points because it was five home wins that we um, selected. So he got five. He's on 105 now. Mm. I'm on 119. You're on 130. And I don't know, was there six games to go? Something like that in the Premier League? Is that Feels all? Feels like that. Something Fucking like hell, that, yeah. It creeps up quick, doesn't it? Seasons go so quickly, mate. Premier League table says that there are, yeah, everyone's on 32 now. Arsenal's played 31. So, um, yeah, six to go. Fantastic. There's some matches on this weekend. Let's get predicting. We've got three Premier League games and two FA Cup semi-finals to look at. Only three Premier League games? No, there's there's more than that, but we've chosen three to predict. Oh, yeah, great. The random fixture generator fucking pink blob has has fucking farted them out. Random Um, camp. Yeah. (laughs) Just call it that from now on. Uh, Bournemouth versus Burnley. Uh, Bournemouth versus Burnley. Bournemouth Tough one this, I think. God, this sounds shit. Oh, well, I think I might go 2-1 Bournemouth. 2-1 to Bournemouth. I'm going to go the other way. 2-1 to Burnley, I think. You often bet Burnley, mate. You've got a soft spot for them. I think I must have. I think I like Sean Dyche. Yeah. I think I see a lot of myself in him. Yeah, sort of no-nonsense figure, isn't he? Like, no-nonsense, shaven head. Yeah. Resides in the north. <laughs> yeah. Um, your, voice is, your voice is significantly less throaty than his, though. Not quite as, not quite as throaty as Sean Dash, am I? will probably end up like him soon. But you're not One a smoker, day. are you? No, but I could start. Have you, ever, have you ever been punched in the throat really hard? No. I think that's what happened no, to him. But that's what it takes. I'll do it. <laughs> Next up, Huddersfield versus Leicester. I like I like Huddersfield's current plight. I'm sorry they've been relegated and all that, but the fucking new manager is a right fucking worky ticket, fucking miserable bastard who seems to want to blame everybody. But I don't I don't know why he's took the job. Why he clearly did he take doesn't it? want to be there. Yeah, I don't know. He knew they were going to get relegated. He doesn't seem to want to be there. I don't know um, why. But it's um, fun to watch. 
Yeah, I don't, you know, he should have fucking, he shouldn't have taken it or he should have done his due diligence, shouldn't he? Checked out, he had a little shifty round Huddersfield first, see if he liked it. They, sh- they should have given it to that fella in the crowd who they thought was him on that Sky Sports match. Remember? Oh, yeah. yeah. He was watching it and they thought that it looks like him, so it must be him and it turned out it him. wasn't. Yeah. Give it to him. Give it to him racist. at the end of the season. Bit racist against Germans, that, isn't it? Is it? <laughs> Is he German? like a German. No, it wasn't. No, he's from uh, Manchester. No, but the manager. Oh, he, he came from Germany. I don't know if he is German. Oh, he okay. might be Swiss, might be Austrian, not sure. It's none of our concern, is it? Listen, really? I don't know if you did any April Fools, but I did a... I, I probably had my most prolific April Fools Day ever because my son, God. the entitled <laughs> prick, right, he wake, wakes up on April Fools Day like it's Christmas Day. <laughs> He just thinks it's fucking... He, he thinks it's equal to Christmas. He's like, fucking April 4th. Oh, so we got to get really into it. So I, I, I tried to do one on everyone. The best one I did was me and him composed a letter to his teacher claiming <laughs> that I was moving to... We were moving to North Korea and I had taken the job <laughs> in the army. And then... Not Denmark. <laughs> Len would be going to military school in Pyongyang where he, I said he, he will learn about honour and discipline, which I believe he needs. <laughs> Which actually is true, but anyway, we wrote that and we were really we were really proud of it, and that went down well at the school. I filled his. Meanwhile, while we were putting the finishing touch to that letter, I distracted him and filled his rucksack with Brussels sprouts, right? <laughs> which he only discovered when he got to school. I sent my daughter, who hates dogs and has banned us from getting a dog, like the rest of us all want right. a dog, but she's like really is anti it. And I sent her a picture of a puppy and said that we'd just taken delivery of a, this puppy and its name is Quimby. Um, and it's a, <laughs> and you, we sure you'll learn to love it. And it, the vet says the safest place for it to sleep is next to your bed in a basket because apparently this dog really likes girls, right? Feel safe near them. So she freaked out. But then the final one I did on my mum. And I said, mum, just so you know, I'm gay and I've just come out to, like, Anna and the kids and they understand, right? And my mum just got back to me and was like, that's fine, you know, whatever. I think she knew it was a wind-up. She did the old... suspected it for a long time. Yeah, she no, that's what she wrote. She went, I always had a sense of it, right? I always thought this was the case. I thought, fuck, that's obviously not worked. She's fucking on to me. But then when I told this practical joke, this April Fool to my daughter, who's extremely woke, as we've discussed in the past, she went, homophobe. Yeah. I went, that's not homophobic. She went, yeah, you think it's funny to oh. say you're gay? As if being gay is a bad thing. I went, no, that's not the point. It's not that I'm saying being gay is bad or funny. The point is, I'm a 44-year-old bloke, right? 44 in two weeks, right? Who's been married for a long time and has two children. So it's more like, what a surprise that I've left it to this stage in my life to come out about my sexuality. It's not that the homosexuality in itself is supposed to be the funny thing. She wouldn't have it, mate. Um, Homophobe. That's it. Homophobe. Two walk. Is there going to be a a week of special celebrity uh, celebration birthday episodes? When it's your birthday in a couple of weeks, are you going to be one of those fellas who drags the arse out of it? I'm going to get celebrities, some of whom I know well, some of whom I barely know. I'm going to invite some of them I don't know at all, but I'm able to get the contact details for. And I'm going to get as many of them as possible to record birthday (laughs) messages for me. 
And when you on my birthday week, when you tune in to Top Flight Time Machine, the first thing you hear will be like, "Hi, I'm Eamon Holmes. I just wanted to say, Sam, it's been a great year, and I, you, you, you're absolutely the best guy I know. And uh, I just hope that all your dreams come true on this birthday." And then it's like, "Hello, Sam. It's Frank Bruno." <laughs> You'll always be a champ in my eyes. Happy birthday, fella. And on and on and on. Please, please do this. Yeah. Bobby Dabro. Please do this. Hello, Sam. It's me. It's Bobby. You're a funny fella. You're a legend, mate. <laughs> yeah. Hello, Sean Dice here. <laughs> Happy birthday, Sam. You fucking cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hello. Is it on? I didn't hear the beat. All right, hold on. It's George Lucas, yeah? It's George Lucas here, you know, out of the space films and that. Uh, just a quick one, mate. You're absolute fucking diamond, right? Uh, I appreciate all the work you've done for me and my charity. And all right, I'm on the phone to Sandra Lady. Will you please shut your mouth? Sorry, the missus is bending me here again because I'm supposed to be taking her up, up to Argos to pick something up. Anyway, suffice to say... <laughs> Suffice to say, Christopher Timothy is a cunt, but you are not. All the best, George Lucas. Thanks for all the publicity you've been giving the films on your <laughs> podcast lately. We've seen a big spike in DVD sales, and I'm pretty sure that's all down to you. Thanks again, Sam. Uh, yeah, just, I tell you what, I don't know whether we should put my birthday episode, which is going to be a classic, behind the paywall or not. Because it's really going to be special. I think we should probably just make it free. I don't know. I think it should be behind the pier wall because then the people can contribute by giving you something, i.e. cash, yes. for your birthday. And you know we usually split the proceeds. But oh, here any, we go. Yeah. yeah. Any, right. Maybe if we see a, a supplementary amount of donations around my birthday, that money can be reinvented just you, for your me. Your birthday money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, and then, in a way, that's your way of buying me a gift. I suppose so, yeah. Anyway, Huddersfield versus Huddersfield versus Leicester, yeah? Um, I'll go first on this one. Um, Huddersfield, uh, no, I think they're just going to get overrun by Leicester. 2-0 to Leicester. Uh, yeah, I think 2-0 to Leicester as well. Sorry, mate, I was uh, going to say that. Of course you were. Uh, up to the tune. To the tune. Why, yeah, 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 yeah. Newcastle versus Crystal Palace. <laughs> Now, my uh, niece's boyfriend, Liam, who is a big Geordie, massive Toon tune fan. Up he the is tune! The Toon! He's gone to Australia <coughs> with a couple of his canny Toon pals for three Whoa. weeks without our Maddie. I couldn't believe it. Right? I was like, fucking hell, he can't just fuck off to Australia for three weeks without you. That's out of order. She's like, whatever. Anyway, I said, <laughs> how's he getting on? She went, well... He's gone to a place called Fraser Island, right? Fraser right. Island. I think we've got some cunters out in Oz, so they might know where I'm talking about. But apparently this island, right, it's it's run by dingoes. It's a dingo island. Oh, dingo run. Yeah. Dingo mare. Yeah, it's just it's just dingoes everywhere. It belongs dingo to them. Dingo parliament. Yeah, exactly. Dingo parliament, dingo shops, the lot. So if, the hu- if you're a human and you go to Fraser Island, right, <coughs> it, it can be dangerous. So they go, it's all right. When you get off the boat, there is the sort of rangers who work there and they give you a, a, a safety talk 
to make right. sure that you know what you're doing to stay safe from the dingoes when you're when you're around on the island. And so Liam from the tombs, like right, you know, like we've all seen that Geordie's punching horses and stuff. Of course, so yeah. They're fairly. I don't know what you've been. I mean, Geordie's are fairly comfortable around animals, although sometimes be. they can be too aggressive too quickly. Right. So he's like, well, fucking fine, mate. Fucking dingo, come up to me. I'll fucking give it what for, like. I'll fucking chin it. I'll fucking chin it. I've dealt with worse than fucking <clears throat> dingoes before, I tell you that. Down the big market. <laughs> <laughs> I got off with a fucking dingo one night. Right. So he's got off the fucking boat going, where's the fucking safety talk then? Are you the fella giving the safety talk, are you? Right. Fucking Aussie guy comes up to him and goes, you're right, gather around everyone. A few words of advice, because you are effectively on an island that is the realm of the dingo, not the human. If you, <laughs> when you're going about your business, having a look around on the island, you may encounter a dingo, right? So Liam's like rubbing his hands like, well, hey, here we come. come here, on, he's going to come with a big fucking dingo protection advice, right? Thinking it's going to be something awesome, like if a dingo comes for you, you know, you've got to grab it by the ear and it immediately submits, you know, something cool Ooh. and Crocodile Dundee-ish like that. He goes, okay, if you do encounter a dingo, grab yourself a stick and use it. All right, off you go. Where's the sticks then? Are there just sticks everywhere? The extent of this bloke's safety talk was grab yourself a stick and use it. Didn't explain it. what he meant by that, whether you're supposed to <laughs> chuck it for the dingo to chase or whether you're supposed Smack to whack the, the dingo with it. Head. That was it. They said, now, away you go. Off you go. Enjoy your time on uh, Dingo Island. Best of luck. I'll see, you back. I'll see you back here in 45 minutes for the boat Ooh. going out again. First things first, I suppose we better get ourselves a canny fucking stick, late. <laughs> so I don't know if Liam is dead or alive at the moment. He could be. Oh, we need his, updates then. His Geordie corpse could be feasted upon by, um, by a dingo right now. We're going to need updates on yeah, that I'll try one and get after an the weekend, if possible. Mm. Yeah. So Newcastle versus Crystal Palace, anyway. Uh, Newcastle versus Crystal Palace, I think, will be 1-0. One 1-0. All. One all. Um, I think we were looking at a 2-1 Winter Palace. Oh, an away good, win. Good away form, Palace. Away win for the Eagles. Of the night. Mm. It's partly tempered by my um, dislike of Newcastle United as well. Great city, though. Love great, the city. Great night out. Fantastic night out and and daytime. You'll find this place. an you'll find this an annoying question, but there are a lot of canters who will like to hear an answer. Should you be prepared to give me one, which I think is fifty fifty? What are the mm. key differences between the people of Newcastle and Sunderland? Hmm. Is it in attitude mainly? I think I, I think there's an attitude with the, the ties in with Newcastle Football Club, which is that Geordie Nation thing. Geordie Nation, that immense that immense civic pride and like kind Aye. of like inbuilt sort of in superiority. Is it a bit like the Scousers with their Scouse wind? Aye, there's a bit of that to it, yeah. And I think with Sunderland, we just realised that we're shit and we're not fucking arsed. You're happy to just and be who you are, whereas yeah, the Geordies yeah, just, think that there's something special. Like, well, have you been up here? Have you been to Big Market? Have you seen the Angel of the North and the big fucking canny bridge? Um, you, nowhere else in the country has got anything like that. 
<laughs> yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. Whereas bottom line, we we took Trafalgar Square at the weekend, and they haven't been to Wembley since I think nineteen ninety nine. So you yeah. Know, pl- plus the other thing you is, about, isn't it? the other thing is like, I don't know whether it started in the nineties or what, but the 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 football fraternity on TV and stuff like the pundits and the commentators for some reason they've all, all always had a hard on for Newcastle and Newcastle fans in particular yeah since the Keegan thing yeah they always say they love their football up in this part of the world they love their football mm. and I always think they say that in particular about certain places particularly Newcastle and I know I've been through this before but I think they never say it about like for instance Norwich now Norwich if you're a Norwich City supporter I'm sure there are many, many Norwich City supporters, I'm just taking them as an example, right? Yeah. Who absolutely are devoted to their club, love their club, you know, followed them through thick and thin, yeah. and are every bit as devoted to Norwich City as you are to Sunderland, I am to West Ham, or any of those Geordies are to Newcastle, right? Yeah. And yet they will never say they love their football in this part of the world, as if everyone's indifferent in other parts of the world, but in Newcastle they're really fucking into it, right? Yeah, because the, the Norwich fans won't take their tops off. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like Stupid an things extra, like extra that. Mile. And are like, I mean, well, like, Le- I tell you Leeds what, United. a big game. Uh, they say it's rocking uh, at St. James's Park. Well, I've been to St. James's Park lots of times. <clears throat> and I wouldn't say it's a particularly shit atmosphere. It's not like, you know, if you go to Arsenal, you can see this is a shit atmosphere, right? But neither is it. Fucking hell, this is breathtaking stuff. Do you know no, what I mean? No, of course not. No, nothing special about Newcastle fans. Half the time they sit their arms folded, fucking moaning at whoever happens to be the manager at the time. Yeah, that's football, isn't it? It's, yeah. it, it was it was rocking during that Keegan era, ninety four to ninety seven or whatever. Because they'd be that's successful because they were winning, and yeah. you always sing when you're winning. Anyway, I mean, it's yeah. like like Leeds United, for example. Leeds United, big club, one um, one club city. You know, they've won stuff in recent decades that Newcastle haven't done but people don't go Leeds United oh they love their football up there yeah you know what I mean the same way they do with Newcastle but they do Leeds United filled out Ellen Road for most of the time in the lower leagues didn't they like Sunderland and Dewey yeah yeah anyway onwards FA Cup semi-finals first of all Saturday Manchester City versus Brighton ooh I'll go first on this one Um, I can only see a Manchester City win here uh, yeah. But I think they'll just do what they need to do. Um, two, two nil. <clears throat> do you know what, mate? See. I've got to tell you, I know you're not going to buy it, but it's going to um, be two nil. It's going to be. I had uh, it on the tip of my tongue. I was gutted when you said two. I was thinking, please let him say one, because there's no Brighton are not going to get a goal against City. They haven't. They wouldn't know where to fucking <clears> start. We're going to have to write these down individually and then show yeah. our pieces of show our workings to show each our other. Workings, yeah. Yeah, but I, I right. can't. I can't change it just for the sake of it because it will be two 0 They can't. Pat, City will be like, don't bother scoring three. It's a waste of time. Just get two. Yeah, one in the I'm first half, I'm, one in I'm, the second I'm half. Mine. Nice and simple. <clears throat> changing my three nil now. Three nil Manchester okay. City. All right. And on Sunday, Watford versus Wolves. Watford versus Wolves is a really hard one to call, isn't it? I think it'd be a really good match. This. I, I think it'd be really good. They're two good sides. And they, re- I think they're really evenly matched, but I would have to <clears> say Wolves might just have the edge. So I'm going to say 2-1 to Wolves. 2-1 to Wolves. This is after 90 minutes as well. This isn't extra yeah. time oh, okay. or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. After 90 minutes. Uh, I'm going to go 3-2 to Wolves then. Yeah. I could see it going that way, being a big scoring game. But I think you're right. A couple that of is early goals. Of you never know. 
Yeah. Okay. Wolves will have All more right. fans than Watford as well, won't they? Which will probably make a difference. Yeah. I imagine. Club in it. Proper club wolves. Yeah. They love their football different. They up love there. their football up in that part of the Midlands. And that. Yeah. In the black country. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're not allowed to call it that anymore. I don't think. No. Well, listen. Just uh, you know. Ask your daughter. Wh- whether it's Wolves, Leeds, or Newcastle. One thing's for sure. I'm not slating any of these clubs. You know. I'm not saying, oh, fucking Newcastle, what a joke. I'm just saying that people have, that most clubs are just, it's, but it's basically the fucking all the same. Do you know what I mean? You get yeah. grumpy when you're doing shit. You go mental when you're doing well. And if you're in an away game, you tend to like get pissed up and have a laugh either way. Yeah. And that's just football. Exactly. Right. So we should do that though. Get get a, a bunch of um, politically correct or incorrect questions and you can put them to your daughter. And find out what the, oh, we the can make that situation little, is. Are, yeah. are you allowed to see the black country anymore? She'd go mental <laughs> like if that. I said that. <laughs> she doesn't. And the irony is, she hasn't got a fucking clue what the black country is or where it is. <laughs> you know, they know a lot about what's wrong and right, but they don't know basic fucking geography. She most might think it's like Island. Most millennials don't know where anywhere is. Get a map out. They don't. They fucking barely know where they live. I know one girl, right, who lives in Putney. Right, and she doesn't even know her way around other parts of Putney. <laughs> I'll go, you know that bit where around where you live, up by the station? She goes, oh, I don't really know it around there. I go, how long have you lived there? She went, oh, I've lived there since I was a kid. But that's not fucking my part hell. of Putney. Putney is a, is a fucking, you can walk around it in 10 minutes, the old place. <laughs> parts of Putney. They don't fucking know. I tell you why as well, they get Ubers everywhere. Yeah, that's what it is, isn't it? Yeah. Different times. Right, that's it for this episode. We'll be back. <laughs> We're going to do... Um, we didn't do a, a, a delve into the mailbag this week because all the episodes were out of whack because I was at Wembley. So Saturday morning, we'll have a, um, a delve into the mailbag for you as a bonus. Oh, yeah, Saturday bonus. Yeah, to apologise for what has been a disrupted week. But I would say that with the Vangelis letter, you've got yeah. a contender for greatest ever interaction with this show. Yeah, I think so. It's up there, definitely. So you didn't right, get then. a lot. You got quality, not quantity. Yep. All right, then. ta See ya. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.